listening to the Business of Basketball podcast, starring M.T. Armstrong, Independent Raw, the podcast that takes you from the blacktop all the way to the boardroom. Now, we're not here to debate whether LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, Ah. nor are we here to talk about such and such should be traded for such and such. We're here to talk about the business of basketball and all the money that's generated from it. So without further ado, put your hands together for Mr. M.T. Armstrong. Welcome to the Business of Basketball podcast. I am your host, M.T. Armstrong, a.k.a. Coach 1891, and I got my main man, Independent Rob, representing the East Coast of the country. Rob, what's good, man? Hey, nothing to you, man. How you feeling today, bro? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. Today's been a good day, as Ice Cube would say uh, back right. in the day. Uh, glad to see you today, man, and I'm excited to... Uh, continue our conversation and in the business of basketball and, and today man i got an interesting topic for you uh mm-hmm. as you as you see on the screen uh the professional collegiate league this is a league that's set up to start in 2020 that david west you know the brother that's with the pacers and then ran mm-hmm. over with golden state did he get a, he got a ring with golden state didn't he, he i think ring. he got a ring so yeah i think he did get a ring with them yeah, so since then he's retired and uh, he's forming a professional collegiate league that is designed to be an alternative, man, for kids wanting to go to the NBA. What do you think about that? So, okay, hold on. Let me let me, let me me make sure we're on the same page. So he's forming a, a professional collegiate league. I'm just quoting you. For kids that wants to go to NBA, I'm, I'm a little lost. Explain exactly what this lead is about. You know, I mean, when you say that, what are you saying? They going straight out of high school or what, what? what's the deal? After college or fill me in, T. Great question. Uh, let's let's leverage their, their website to kind of see what they're saying about it. And then I, I can add what my thoughts are on it. So the Professional Collegiate League, uh, College Sports Reimagined. Um, from my understanding, uh, what they're what they're efforting to do is they're efforting to challenge the current NCAA paradigm, which, as you know, over the years has, has been taking significant hits from the standpoint. Um, is there an injustice in, in college sports? Uh, and are these young men, particularly the football and basketball players, particularly in the major big five conferences, are they being barely compensated for what they're uh, for the wealth that they're providing for these universities so it's an alternative so instead of me signing as a, con- uh, a contract to go to school at UCLA and play basketball at UCLA and get mm-hmm. an education in exchange what they're offering to do is they're offering to provide uh, young men at this time, he said, man, the opportunity to go to school and get paid and play against other student athletes in that 18 to 24 year range and to monetize off of their 
own likeness, their own personal brand, etc. But in other words, it sounds like to me they have to forego college altogether. That's not my understanding. Uh, from from what I gathered, they're going to go to college. They're going to mm-hmm. go. They will go to a four-year, two-year, or trade school in the city or area that they play. To mm-hmm. go during the school year, they will do basketball type activities when they're not in school, and then in the summer, they're playing a two-month-long league where they could earn get this between fifty thousand to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year mm. well it sounds good partially, partially. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, I, i'm saying partially um okay let's let's use this scenario i'm a father my son is afforded this opportunity. So what I'm basically hearing right now is that my child will be able to, they'll allow my kid to go to college. They'll fund him or pay the tuition or however that works for him to go to college or go to school or trade school. Mm-hmm. And all he has to do from what I'm hearing is just pretty much play in a league that only lasts for two months. So now, if they're sitting in my living room, they're telling me this. I'm going. I'm not going to lie to you, T man. I clearly approach this with a lot of skepticism because I'm like, okay, you're offering him fifty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus a free education to play two months of basketball a year so for four first, years. For four years, but okay. So let me back up. When you say this fifty thousand, we're talking about the fifty thousand for four years. Please tell me you're saying that because that's a little bit more believable no. than fifty per. I'm I'm hearing I'm reading fifty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand per year. I wouldn't believe David West. I wouldn't believe him. He's sitting in my living room right now, and he came here and told me that. I wouldn't believe him. He would have to really sit down and explain to me. Where are they going to get this money? And let's just use the, the small end, fifty thousand dollars. That's about fifty to one hundred fifty thousand. That's easily a payroll of a, a million plus. When we start talking about players, coaches, uh, assistant coaches, trainers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. that's easily a million plus for each team. Then we throw in the education. So the main question I would want to know is where's all this money coming from? And he would have to he would have to give me some hard answers because the main problem I have with this is that if I decide or me and my child decides that we're going to go and we're going to take this route, you know just well as I know that you're foregoing your your college eligibility in terms of playing playing in college because correct. Yes, you know, playing as far as playing in college. So you forego that. So now when you forego that, this kid will never get the experience of what it feels like to play in the NCAA tournament. Never, you know, um, and you know, we both know that college is like 
the big part of college is experience that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. Agreed. You know, so my child's going to forego this, not to mention that, not mm. to mention this, excuse me, my child's going to also forego the opportunity to go against what's considered the best of the best when it comes to collegiate basketball, which would obviously have a have a, a, a higher or bigger stake when it's time for him to be uh, considered for NBA draft. So like those are my thoughts. Those would be my thoughts. Those would be my concerns. If someone came from this league and wanted to talk to me about bringing my son in playing this league, those would be some concerns of mine that we would clearly have to address. I think those are all valid concerns. Where where does this level of skepticism come from though? What what what's in your background? What's in your background that makes you so hesitant? Yeah, because you know, T, like you know, for years I ran on a basketball website, bboaddicts.com. We pretty much on vacation right now. But when I was in full blast, we was in full blast, we covered a lot of leads that came and going. We covered a lot of semi-pro uh, uh, leads. We covered a lot of leads that came around, might have been there for about a year, folded. We covered leads that never even got off the ground. You know, <laughs> we covered a few leads that never even got off the ground. Like, you know, they had tryouts and this, that, and another. And we went around and covered them and paid attention to what they was doing. The next thing you know, this, that, another happened. And people were selling tickets that they couldn't catch. What so, <laughs> yes. So, you know, when you come in my living room, we have this conversation. That's where the skepticism is going to come. Because I'm going to be like, well, okay, well, you know, we signed up for this. And, and you know, we played one season. And my son, college uh, NCAA eligibility is gone forever. T, where does that leave him? Because if he if he's not a top prospect, and you know he's he's not a top prospect, and then he loses eligibility because he tried to jump on board with this league, the million dollar question is where does that leave him? I mean, and I'll tell you, pretty much, um, trying to get placed on a team overseas, and if he's not a top prospect, we're talking about a lower level, a lower tier of overseas basketball. That he may never recuperate from. Those are all valid points because that is definitely a potential outcome. It's a strong potential outcome, as as you as you've already stated, that this league gets up and going. It's not well financed. We're not well financed. Uh, doesn't pick up the right momentum. Doesn't secure the right type of talent. And then the next thing you know, two years in, it's folded. Where does that leave that that student athlete? They can't go back. They, they can't go to a, a college and play. Um, obviously, the potential that they in that environment have set themselves up for the next for the next step. You make a great point. They may end up someplace and be further back in the process as opposed to further ahead than what they expected to be.